Welcome back, all you bright-eyed potential felons. My name is Adam. My name is Jack. And uh, welcome back. It's been a while. I actually forgot how dope the music is when you're waiting for someone to show up on call. I've never heard it before. You're the one who hosts all of these. I also did not know how we started it, and I didn't know that Like as soon as I joined the call, it like, automatically did it, so I was not ready for that, but we're right into it. Yeah. So it's been, right what, it. like so... just under two years since the last episode? It's been, I actually checked last night. It has been, we last uploaded on March 2018, and Jeez. I actually forget the episode that that was. I think we were going over a movie of some kind, but yeah, it, Here's the sixth episode, yeah. guys. I'm going to call it <laughs> six open parentheses, one close parentheses. Just season two. Uh, episode one, part two. Season yeah. two is also a good name. Yeah. Yeah. What do they do when they restart it? What, what do they do when they go on to the next part of a series? No, they don't. They clearly go six dash yeah. one. It's not. It's like level exactly. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> this is world two, level one. We're just we're just winging it so, from here. I don't know. Right. You know more about what we're talking about this time <laughs> than I do, so go ahead. Okay. Well, so what I wanted to talk about in this particular episode is um, we're doing more of a recap, I guess, uh, of why we were gone, uh, what we've been doing since we've been gone. Um, currently, there's the, the reason why we decided to do it again is because we've both been rather bored, um, and we decided that it would be interesting for both of us to come back to the Schmeepcast after so What's long of the, being away from it i think the we've joke, gotten... like what do you call a group of multiple bored white <laughs> men is a podcast is that what it is it's so good i've used that so frequently now um <laughs> it's not it's not original no. but it's new for us yeah, this is, this and is it's for us for right. us <laughs> <laughs> And when I posted it, actually, when I posted um, the advertisements for this podcast um, onto social media accounts, I actually got like several people messaging me and saying like, yes, yeah, like several not being a large yeah. number, clearly. But like it was a, it was enough of a number for me to be like, wow, there was actually like it's quality over quantity. That's you really know? It's dumb. not a lot of people, but it's a few passionate yeah. folks. You need a couple you need a couple good friends rather than a bunch of ones that just want you know, your money you know and you know how much in the old money days rock stars they had groupies but you can't fit hundreds of people onto a tour bus <laughs> yeah <laughs> welcome to Schmeepcast, where we only have yeah. two followers and uh they're, but they're really good ones they show up to all of our band meetings true you know yeah. <laughs> we ask them for so their adam autographs. where have you been for the past two years well, that's a great question. Um, I have been in college uh, working on, um, I've gotten really into theater a lot of the time, uh, joined a theater fraternity. And um, so now I'm a frat kid. I, I, uh, I, I party it was down always all the time, there, not really. Um, it was always there. Uh, so I have done like several productions and shows on and off campus. And it's been really fun uh, to do that really uh, lately in the past two years, you and I have gotten a lot more into D and D. Yeah. I've, I've become a DM. Uh, I, you know, we, we've not really changed a whole we lot. Like personality we wise. nerdy we've enough. Somewhat, it's essentially a thing. Yeah, we, we decided to, ma- and then at the end of the day, we were like, we got to give in at least it's not yeah. magic the gathering and so we started to which i'm joking of course when i say that because people who play magic of gathering it's it's not that different from D. it's more card based but you know and and i say that i'll never get into that but there will be I a mean, day i'm sure who knows i don't think i'm I'll, smart enough for card game the, the world's quicksand <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not i tried Yu-Gi-Oh once and i got just decimated several times i went to a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament one time when i was in i don't know fifth grade so a i guess that's really? a testament to my <laughs> grand knowledge at wow. that time yeah i went to a tournament and i got like wiped by a dude with a pendulum deck and I don't he know what just that means. ended me super hard I, I yeah i don't really get it either but he just like set up two things and i and he was like all right good game and i was like oh is this chess now are you just gonna say the game is you're, you're checkmating me in a card game and he did and I was done. Oh, and I that was, was your but, personal yeah, foray um, into 
competitive nerdiness. Uh, it reminds me almost of, <laughs> you remember when we were all, we were still pretty young. And at this point we were in the Beyblade phase of our life. And um, while we were young, <laughs> there were people younger than us. And my neighbor challenged me to a Beyblade match. And he was, he was very young. He was a child. He was a child compared to me being a child. And he's like, <laughs> what? yeah, he was he like, was like if I win, I get your Beyblade. And if you win, you get mine. And I crushed this kid. Because Beyblade is essentially yeah, and- <laughs> a game of pure strength. And while I'm not strong, I'm stronger than a, a kid that was like four years younger than me. And so I... <laughs> you pulled that thing like you were starting yeah. a lawnmower. The there were people there. I couldn't embarrass you, myself. That <laughs> I couldn't embarrass... Yeah. The, I was sitting there like, kill him! If it, it was a, it, it was a tough Make position for me to be in because if I lose, I'm a little baby. And if I win, I'm the bad guy. So I decided to, Well, he I went full heel. He shouldn't have made his territory that he was going to fight you on pure gravel. Yes. He shouldn't have spun a top on gravel and thought that was going to work yeah. against anybody. But he did that thinking that he was the protagonist and you just said, nah, well, thanks for the Beyblade. That's really cool. Uh, this was on sale. That's neat. And you walked away with a brand new toy. Poor kid. Got to teach him Which young. is... One of my favorite stories. It's incredible. <laughs> um, but beyond like uh, beyond Beyblades and our Bakugan phases of our lives, we have now stepped into the scope of even more nerdy behavior. Uh, but before we get into like D and D and what's been going on with that, uh, how have you been? What have you been up to? I know that you started a YouTube. Channel um, yes. So I guess we'll we'll start off basically. Um, you and I, and it's funny because we did talk about this before or in like the most, or the last podcast episodes where we are going to the same college, it seems impossible that whoever's listening to this wouldn't know that. I, I mean, I guess they might be people who are more familiar <laughs> with you than they are familiar with me. We had, we had over 50 people, uh, on anchor, just the website, listen yeah. to our podcast. I had, on you, you one posted of the, the thing episodes, on Snapchat so. yesterday and, um, you added me and I had yeah. two people add me on Snapchat that I had no idea. So I'm like, what? This is, this is a big deal. Um, yeah. So we, <laughs> we were in college. I have, uh, I spent a lot of the time when I, that I was not at college working in a restaurant. That was the worst experience of my life. Um, I also got into biking, which, uh, all nearly cost my, cost me my life on several different occasions, um, which we could talk about that in the future but i think it's something that is worth <laughs> yeah, leaving up to that. the really audience's interpretation um i would i would feel bad <laughs> if we didn't mention the mutual friends that we have made in college because it it is largely a social experience aside from the educational aspects so yeah we oh no i'm i'm batman oh, yeah. on college we're just not talking I don't about talk to anyone all right well uh, yeah i mean no, no they may or may not exist um <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. talk about that in the future and yeah so just been at school uh yeah most recently i have been extremely bored um in i've been my boss at billy's the restaurant that i uh worked at that is torture to me so hopefully none of the billy's people out there are listening to this um it'd be pretty weird yeah. shout outs to billy's, shout outs to billy's. You know. <laughs> the, the people are good <laughs> the environment makes me want to die but as I've been avoiding <laughs> requests from my former boss to rejoin the team, I got really bored and I decided to start uploading videos casually to YouTube, um, expecting literally nothing, but I guess I was playing the video games anyways. <laughs> and I have all sorts of dumb opinions and thoughts that will clearly be expressed here and on the YouTube channel. Um, mm-hmm. So my, I think my second video, I scheduled it to go live a couple hours ago. I don't, I'm not sure if that's true, but so there should be, Oh, wow. Oh, I watched it. Loyal fan. Um, See, I think I definitely think that one was way better than the first one because I actually was talking about things. um, And I actually won the run as opposed to what happened in the other one. But I I really like I got to say, like, not to blow smoke here, but like, uh, you know, I'd criticize you if I could. But genuinely, with the episodes that you've put up so far, like the first episode is like. Normally, you expect from a first episode of a YouTube channel to be extremely awkward, clunky, doesn't flow very well, and uh, and and yeah, it, doesn't. it doesn't. I'm kidding. Yeah. It like, but <laughs> um, but like for this actual episode, like it it 
really did feel like you knew where you were going. You had actual thoughts and ideas on what you were going to do with the channel. And I was impressed yeah. genuinely. Um, the most part just winging yeah, it, but you know, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. yeah. I remember how, how rocky it was starting up these episodes and, I thought about it last night. I was like, man, listening back to some of these episodes that we started off with, it was very apparent that I was shaky and not, <laughs> I was, I was 18 years old. So young. So <laughs> still kind of, yeah, so young two years ago. Uh, um, but you know, it, it, it was felt, you know, I was just coming out of high school and you could feel that I wasn't really coming into myself as much, but the start of a channel or a podcast or anything like that is from what I've noticed in a very fresh setting, it's kind of hard to keep fresh and, and immediately entertaining. It's like hard to keep that personally there. Like people who know me, it's personally surprising for me. I'm sure like I haven't many people that I am doing the YouTube thing. It's just like casual kind of whatever. But I'm sure people would find it hard to believe because people who know me but are not close to me think that I never talk, which is relatively true because for the most part, I like to only say things when they're either meaningful or funny with an emphasis on the funny part. Um, Seems more relevant in my life. Or people who do know me, (laughs) I, I talk more, but I'm extremely not confident and never try to put myself out there. But, you know, I'm playing video games anyways. So... It's whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. On, on the other side of the spectrum, I'm uh, far too, far too crass, um, way too brazen, just so overconfident. It yes, spills out of every yes, pore exactly. of my body at all times. It's way too much. Um, yeah. I, I know that I'm better than everybody else. Uh, I've grown an imposter disorder uh, telling me that I am, am I'm far better so, than everybody uh, else. Shameless plug. None of this is true. I promise uh, I'm not. The channel <laughs> is Bunny yeah, with Guns, which go is. For it. If you're wondering why it's that dumb of a name, watch the first episode. It gets explained at least a little bit. Um, he does explain it. Yeah, it's basically I'm playing like video games you've probably more or less never heard of, but um, just hanging out. If you like this mm-hmm. podcast but wish it had less Adam, because, <laughs> 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 because it's basically just me talking about yeah, go random check it out. Stuff. <laughs> yes. Well, that is that is until I I begin my rival YouTube channel where I just okay. slander you. It's just me ruining your reputation yep. and everything that you stand for. Uh, yeah, it's funny um, with guns, one but, word but and yeah. a Z because you'll find out why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> was he six years old and yeah. decided to put a Z there? Who knows? <laughs> did he start a lemonade stand? I don't, I don't know. think I did. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I did. Yeah, I. Uh, I've always wanted to like start something like a podcast or a YouTube channel. So yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying doing this, and it's uh, it's good that we're both getting sure. out there. You know, more platforms for people to cling on to. So, grand yes. scheme working. Uh, but in regards to something that both of us have been doing lately, um, we've been playing D and D, which is, um. You know, we're here's about where we're gonna lose. <laughs> All right, see you guys later. I know. Uh, video. I don't talk about the Indian uh, video. Great. Uh, check out our next one, please. <laughs> yeah, I guess the thing is, is normally record, on the podcast um, we have like a a pop culture topic to talk about, and then each of us suggests things. I think we're still doing yeah. the suggest things if we have time, but this one we just wanted to reacquaint we we, people with yeah. what we're doing. So yeah, so, mm-hmm. we might have the same thing to suggest defending i don't think um, so but i'm not I'm, sure i'll throw a curveball just so really? we don't over okay all right but um, yeah go for it um yeah. but yeah so D is something that we've been doing lately we actually i think we started it after the year after okay yeah no you're right you're right i thought that it was 2018 for some reason i thought we i, I would have been surprised nope. if we were doing it for two years now at this point but um yeah, we uh, we started our first D&D camp. Fun fact, actually, that you might not know, Jack. Uh, I, <laughs> my first experience with uh, Dungeons & Dragons was me being a DM. And uh, it wasn't effective Fun. at all and didn't work. Um, but some of my friends were wanting to do D&D on Halloween one year. And they were all like, Adam, you're like decent with voices and stuff. You should do it. And I was like, oh, stop, but go on. And I went ahead and I tried to do it and uh, it didn't really work because I didn't understand any of the rules and it had a giant book for you to learn from 
this is not to intimidate anybody who's planning on playing the game because in now that I am in the game, it's actually way less complicated than I thought it would be. Um, it's a lot of numbers. So if you didn't take like first grade math, then maybe like skip over this one. Um, but overall it's a pretty, it's a pretty like well-rounded game. You can do a lot with it. I love making characters personally. It's very fun. But now on the other side of the spectrum, like, we played a game with uh, our friend who was actually in one of the earlier, like all the people in our campaign is actually people who were in the introductory phases of the Schmeet cast. Uh, where I don't we even think I got interviews. one of those, by the way. I um, am the co-host and I didn't get one. Uh, <laughs> you, you came in and you did the final episode, which um, it was did the... I have a, uh, oh, did I have an interview before? I didn't remember um, that. Okay, okay. Yeah, you, okay. you showed up into one of the episodes and it, it became apparent that none of the co-hosts were coming in. So, yeah, I'm now explaining the yeah. plot. So as if we didn't spend cast. enough time so, together. Congrats. I ended up being the person who you <laughs> talked to for an hour. Depending on how I, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, now after doing that game with uh, our, our one... Uh, co-host interview with great Scott. That is the person that ended up becoming our first ever DM for a full-fledged game. And we're still in the process of doing that game. Uh, We meet like very sporadically, but it's still a very fun process. Um, I play a tiefling bard who is actually a changeling. Uh, Whoa, crazy plot twist that nobody's ever done before, but it was my first time playing. So I give myself credit on that one. Yeah, nobody really understands that. Basically, I just am able to change my form into whatever I want it to be. But also a bard creates magic with music by playing little little ditties. And uh, (laughs) my character has canonically created the fridge. So (laughs) that's cool. (laughs) That that just kind of happened one day. Um, Yeah. Uh, What about you? What are your Um, experiences with... I think it was interesting. I guess like randomly it was a total coincidence that i even ended up joining the campaign because i was not originally a part of it because i'm in ohio and it was kentucky only at first <laughs> you were and yes you were and i like happened to stumble upon D on like youtube or whatever through i think it was like critical role it's like what the first thing i really watched and i randomly texted adam and i'm like dude have you seen this before and he's like dude do you want to do that and i'm like i, I mean sure whatever and so i made <laughs> um it was yeah. a uh, human fighter, the most basic possible thing. Um, yes, <laughs> that, that he's literally he's just a war torn soldier who yeah. uh, is determined to uh, avenge himself <laughs> and his mother mm-hmm. is essentially the gimmick there. Yeah, really, really yes. hates his dad. Just yes. super hates his dad. It's the uh, yeah, you know, you. This is the first. Congratulations, guys. You're now watching the first podcast ever where we don't yeah. roll any dice during our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We, yes. we just talk about stories yeah, yeah. of our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. But yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of fun. It's interesting. Um, uh, people who see it, it on the outside really being is. sometimes our parents will be interested for whatever reason. And they have no idea what's going on. And that's mm-hmm. totally cool. Uh, I mean, it's whatever. Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it all just depends on the people that you're doing it with. So. Yeah. It, uh, we just got lucky and yeah. have a group of people who are interested in having fun and not taking things too seriously. Yeah, we all kind of just joke around at the table, you know, eat some chips, uh, crack jokes every once in a while. You're very good with quips during our sessions where Doesn't you have like good. very solid one-liners that McWatt does. Yeah, well, okay. Um, <laughs> he... Uh, yeah, we we have a lot of fun playing that, and I would highly suggest like giving it a shot if you haven't. Um, it is really like worth at least like a one shot experience. Um, and over this process, I got like so inspired by the current game that we were playing that I I am now doing two different one shots this summer alongside. Uh, I, I was doing a full fledged game earlier on in the year when I was at college with a couple of friends of mine. And that was a very fun experience. And I got to uh, put all of my interest in story writing and in character building and creation and acting all into one big giant super cluster. Also in my art abilities, like I got to put everything all into a 
big composite and toss it all at the table and everybody really enjoyed it. So, you know, I got a plaque out of it. You know, one of our, one of our, like our entire crew kind of gave us a, uh, gave me a wooden plaque that said, uh, greatest DM. So look out Matt Mercer, um, <laughs> on my way. But yeah, that's, uh, that's about where we are at with. Yeah. So now that we've purged half the audience, but, what's the next topic? You know, um well we've been like we've been dealing with coronavirus in different ways and we don't need to like discuss on the sad topic that that is but uh generally speaking uh one one particular story that we have is from the other day where we met a uh a gentleman who had very he had divisive thoughts divisive within himself on what yeah, it was like not even it, – it's like I can see both sides of the argument with the coronavirus situation where people are saying, you know, um, I don't want to stay inside. I have the right to have freedom. And I'm like, okay, you're within your rights there. That's understandable. But then other people who are like, you know, you really should be looking out for the elderly people and people have pre-existing conditions. You shouldn't be putting them into danger. And I was like, okay, I also vibe with that. And then this guy comes in with a total curveball, actually, that um, I, I've never thought of before in my time in this quarantine. It's not the f- so first time would you like I've to heard explain this argument necessarily, that happened? but the argument of. No, OK, so yeah, I mean, exist. I've heard that one before, but well, I mean, the thing is, like his original <laughs> argument, he he just consistently changed as it went along. It was OK, so literally just we were walking around. And um, we ran into this random, extremely drunk man who um, had particular opinions. He, like, I was standing a decent ways away from Adam's dad, another person who was hanging out with us. And he walked in between us, like, very close to both of us and said, hey, guys, uh, why aren't you staying six feet away? And he (laughs) got right up in both of our grills. So it was a a bold way to enter the conversation. And then he began mm-hmm. by saying, um, it's not like really a problem. He's saying it kills like less people than the flu. All of these like these these bold claims. And from that, he went into the idea that yeah, what I called yeah. the Thanos argument, where he said it's working as great population control, which is <laughs> never a good look. It's you can say it, but it's never a good look. Um, and then at the very end of the it conversation, he work. completely pivoted to it not existing, which is weird because at, earlier he still was yeah. not only was he saying that it it like wasn't a problem. He was saying it was a good thing. And then he went all the way to it literally not being a thing. So I guess we're not looking for a very cohesive argument in a man who's completely inebriated. But, no, you know. no. He said something extremely sad that made me just feel like I shouldn't be upset with this man though, where he said at one point, my, my mom was also in the argument and she goes, don't you have someone that like, if you died, wouldn't you be upset? And he went, or wouldn't someone in your life be upset? And he went, no. And I was like, oh, dude. Yeah, I think that was oh, the, that the real issue. That's real bad guy. for you, dog. That was the problem. I, you know, I, w- I wanted to hug him, but I know that he'd be like, oh. A man so oh, whoa. hurt and lonely and I, you know, that the only thing that can fulfill the rage that he has is a global pandemic. You know, it's just. It's, it's i feel bad for him, but also he was terrible it's so unfortunate yeah i'm i'm not laughing at him i'm just i'm baffled i'm perplexed by the concept of that argument it's so bizarre but um yeah that was one of our experiences in that night and, and going forward into that night we had more interesting developments that occurred uh so jack and i consistently talk about our lives like we're in a tv show because you know we're as i said i'm brazen and pompous and see myself as the center of the world Amen, uh, so, please laugh or else it seems like i'm not joking um so essentially we talk all the time about like episodes and how each semester of college is like a season for us and one of the times we 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 were walking around at night and we said like okay well we're gonna go like take a walk to our parents and said all right see ya and we just started, like started walking around um jack's town and uh really nice place a lot of nice shops but 
um, it was very late at night and nobody was really around because quarantine and everything. And uh, we just decided he. <laughs> and then and then you the, said the, that we should go visit the cemetery. You said because, I mean, if you know yeah, me, you are aware I, that I walk regularly for reasons that I'm not going to disclose because I don't need a hundred more people asking you uh, the same question. But yeah, so I just walk around all the time. And one night I was walking around like a couple weeks before this and it was very late at night. I always get messages from my friends telling me that I shouldn't do this, but you know, it's whatever. And I was going to walk to the cemetery, but I, despite the fact that I very, very much do not believe in ghosts. I was like, it's just too scary. I don't know what about it was too scary, but you know, and I just, I totally chickened out. So then this next yeah. night, I convinced Adam to do it with me because if I'm going down, I'm bringing him down with me. Yeah, exactly. So we're walking around and he brings that up and I say, oh, tonight at this hour, completely yes. centralized in your town today. And yeah, he said yes. And I was like, OK, well, you know, I guess so. Like it's it both of strength in numbers, I guess, if there are ghosts, you know, and I'm not too skeptical about that kind of situation. I don't believe in ghosts, just like he doesn't believe in ghosts. But um, and we we decided to go for it. And we were walking along throughout the night and just kind of like discussing. And the closer we got to it, the more like, you know, dang, I really don't want to be here and, kind of feeling set yeah, in. Specifically and at the entrance walking, of the walking. cemetery, we realized something that maybe not I guess I just hadn't realized it, but, you know, I guess ghosts don't need lights. So the cemetery was pitch black. There was yeah. literally nothing at all. It was just <laughs> like we could not see anything like it, in the slightest. It, it certainly definitely did not help that right before we reached the entrance, we were walking along and you were saying something along the lines of like, you were just saying like, man, you know, I'm not mm -hmm. even like scared right now. I'm like not scared. You were, you know, uh, and, and just saying something like that. And you were just like, man, I just don't even know what could, what could set me off right now. And as you said, set, I saw right in the corner of my eye, this guy like creepily walking out of the alleyway with like bizarre looking hair and like, lighten up his cigarette and i like felt every hair i guess on my in his defense it probably wasn't him uh, his behavior decided, probably wasn't inherently creepy He's he wasn't just, doing like, anything to his house but no no he he looked <laughs> oh there was I, I i'm not saying uh as in he looked gross but i am saying that he looked like a threat <laughs> very sketch like he really kind of sketched me out he looked a little bit threatening uh, he and the way that he smiled at me made me feel uncomfortable. But when we kept on walking, uh, we went along and we finally reached the gate. And I looked at the gate, and for some reason, I had like a Dory from Finding Nemo moment where I was like, "Well, little red flag, little red flag going up, man. Uh, uh, this is a gate." And you were like, "What?" And I was like, "This yes. is a gate." There, the and yeah, the entrance like, is like something two, about this two gates on the left and right with like paths and then in the middle one huge gate for the car essentially yeah exactly it's so the giant gate i was like we need to go through that one because that is for some reason the least intimidating to me but i was like i don't know what it is that's screaming this in my head but the gate is a beginning yes. to a journey. Yeah, I, and I think I referenced the, journey the hero's journey where part and I don't of know that how I is feel. crossing the, the threshold, you know, the good old English lesson for 10th yes. grade or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so we proceeded to walk through the giant gate by my request and we keep walking and we walk along and... Uh, you say, all right, which way are we going? I'm following you. And I went, uh, pick a number one through three. And it, the road forked off. Um, and I, and you said two. And I, Deeper. we kept going straight. And as we went along, um, you were like, okay, thank, thank God. This is exactly where I was hoping to go. <laughs> and so we keep going. And yes. you had started the flashlight on your phone. And throughout the walk, you proceeded to make the process like um periodically 
more terrifying by just randomly deciding to close the I mean, flashlight on your phone well, and putting it back into your pocket. And I was before like, oh, we no, even please. walked in, you yeah. were like, I probably can't use the flashlight. My phone's on 30%. And I'm like, dude, mine's on like 10. But yeah, you know, <laughs> so I was using the flashlight on my nearly dead phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, we need at least one phone that's like on good battery percentage. And we, we kept walking. And we proceeded uh, to keep doing the pick a number one through three thing as we pull this turn. And we pull a turn and we're walking along and you're like, did I see you? I think I saw a flicker of light. And I was like, the cemetery was still pitch no, black. Didn't. It's fine. And this it's fine. is a huge cemetery. It is huge. Uh-huh. For my town, Massive. especially. Massive place. So we keep walking. Yeah. Uh, we keep walking along and eventually we reach this nice little, uh, this light, the, this lit up grave that has like a glow stick shoved into the, into the bit there. Uh, but it, it looked it. like a Wi-Fi modem, but I think it was placed there because it was like in reverence of that grave in particular. Uh, it could have been like coming up on that person's birthday or something. Um, uh and i was like wow that's actually like really that that puts me at great ease seeing that for real good for and him. uh you know we kept walking along and yeah i was i was happy for him and we walked along and you see this trail yes and what did you proceed to I'm say trying, about this trail? that's where last time i was in that cemetery for years ago you, i walked down that same trail and i got lost in the cemetery as a child so I'm like, time for mm-hmm. me to redeem myself. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're looking at we're looking down the barrel of this. Just somehow, so we've been, we've kept saying how this cemetery is pitch black. This forest that we were looking at was somehow like venta black dark. It was darker than anything yeah. I'd I'd seen in my life. I'm pretty sure. Um, and we were looking at it and I was like, we're not going in there, right? And you were like, no, we're not, we're not going in there. And we start like turning around and you say the fatal words of, no, it's too and easy. so we turn around. And instantly both of us plant, yeah, we plant our feet onto the ground and twist around and go into the forest. And so we walk through and, I, and, and we both go, oh, oh, okay, here we go. And we walk in. And it's muddy. It's pretty muggy outside anyway. Um, and we reach this like strange. I still don't know what structure. That was. Something. It seemed thing. like a monument, uh, but that's. I don't know. It was literally. It was four. No. It, it was off the beat. It was. Path, like, so I don't think it well, was. No, monument. I'm not saying it was a like a grave. I'm saying it was some other unrelated thing to the cemetery that was a monument to something. It was like four stone pillars uh, just in the middle of nowhere across from four more stone pillars just pointing directly up. Like nothing else around there besides like a bunch of like a yeah. huge pile of dirt. And I, yeah, I'm i not sure what it was at all, but it was certainly yeah. disheartening. Just a, just a very cryptic, eerie thing there. And it, it, I didn't, you know, there was nothing to show it. And there's no way of me. My personal thought is that we just needed to get out of there. So, you know, we we both decided that it was time for us to turn around and we uh, made our way back out. And we just kind of like continuously looked behind us to make sure that no, you know, all in all, by the time we got out of the cemetery, nothing bad. um, It went perfectly fine. It was rather pleasant for the most part. It was wonderful, actually. Honestly, like afterwards we were walking along and we were discussing like a re- so we we can talk about like a, our, our tv show idea after we get done with this whole tangent but we had an idea for an episode where like a guy shows up behind us the second that we leave the cemetery and us making a comedy show it would have been like that guy is now following us and we proceed to make it like he's been following us the whole time well, yeah so as we were sure like walking through the gate again this time exiting a car came like over the hill and the headlights just completely blinded us and i was like dude what if 
what if right after like the it car inc- turned right and the headlights were gone, there was just a guy like walking next to us and laughing like he's been like with us our entire lives. And then the rest of the walk home would essentially be <laughs> us trying to figure out who this guy is, why he's acting like he knows us. Is he a ghost, a demon, a threat at all? And um <laughs> A threat. He could have just been a guy who yeah. like escaped the local we, uh, retirement. We home, wanted it to you know? be grounded in reality, but also potentially scary and funny, and that was kind of the the gimmick there. Yeah, it, it was an interesting idea. Um, but anyway, moving forward in this night, uh, that proceeded to be the cemetery proceeded to be like the second scariest thing to happen in that night. Um, and so we we continue along. We, uh, we're walking around at night, and I say some very uh, poignant words at one point when we were walking towards your mm-hmm. old, like, fifth and sixth grade school. Uh, we were walking along, like, this very amber-lit kind of dark uh, road, walking our way towards the school, and we... We we were just kind of like talking and chatting about things going on in our lives, and we we had just left the cemetery. So I say the following phrase: "Of man, I'm so glad we went to that cemetery because now I feel like we're invincible." But before I said we're invincible, we <laughs> Jack had looked behind him and noticed a car pulling up very close. Us. And this proceeded. We to were be on a long road thing. with a sidewalk. Uh, there weren't any houses near us. It was just like a field, essentially. And they parked like directly across from us, like across the street, and a, like a couple feet back, maybe. And they just parked like right there, which is like. Mm-hmm. And then lights off of the car, which is, there was no reason for them to park there to our current knowledge. And there was, there was this immense feeling of dread amongst both of us. And we learned exactly what we would do in a crisis such as that. And that is, if we were to be chased by kidnappers, we would continuously make jokes until I, well, somebody I had, came I, I to help us. I strapped, all right? I have 911 pulled up on my phone. that's what we were doing. You know, yeah, just Yeah, you did, you did. No. But yeah, mm-hmm. we... Relatively case, took the situation know. not very seriously. It's... I think what we did, but we just said Although jokes to make ourselves me... feel better. Yeah, we we definitely did do that. But like looking back on it, it's like they were riding in like a yellow Kia. So like that's not that's a what good they want you to think. for kidnapping. And I'm not saying I know the the competitive. Yeah, I'm not saying I know like the competitive meta to kidnapping at all. But I know for a fact that you don't want a brightly lit car. So that was like exhibit A of us not really like at the end of the day, we kind of had a decent enough feeling that like, I don't think anything bad's going to happen, but just in case. And uh, then they like got out of the car and, you know, they still I think they just like lit up a cigarette and started but... smoking. But um, very still very suspicious. Uh, but it was like. You know, if they were trying to grab me, I know for a fact, they would have to carry me in there like I was new yeah. IKEA furniture. I'd be difficult to carry. Or lift. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm like a sugarcoat. <laughs> I'm like a two. You would not floor, be uh, able to be placed in a car completely assembled, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was our our heart racing moment of that night. Um, yeah, so. Moving forward a little bit, um, I I had an idea of what I was going to name this episode in particular. Uh, this is a very distant topic, uh, but we've we've changed a bit over the course of this break, and one large difference now, as a very recent development, is that I've noticed. Yes, in fact, that is true. Uh, also, I have like. I have my own beard growing in currently that I'm trying to grow into like upside down bullhorns uh, because that's Separates the only way that my beard right seems now. to grow is out and like into, refuses to go directly yeah, it down. It weirdly yeah. separates. I look like a billy goat, but 
Yeah, it doesn't do that. I don't get wizard beard. I get like weird Think of like a, like a wizard door beard that goes in both directions. That you would knock with. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna like grow them out, yes. and then I'm gonna like tie them in the middle, yes. and make a nice like sonic ring for you know. I'm gonna keep that for, and I'm gonna keep growing it until like my my kids one day can like jump through it's it like tigers country through a fire. I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 but what did you actually mean was the distinguishing factor because i'm gonna lay oh oh so like a new thing that has happened recently i'm going to name this episode jack watches, oh, watches okay. anime uh, with woody allen i didn't see woody this coming allen, you're gonna uh, noise this is like gotcha journalism in asterisks <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna out you. <laughs> I'm gonna gotcha journalism. Uh, yeah, uh, but you know, you you have watched a new anime recently. Um, okay. New is a term, mm-hmm. but it's you know it's my favorite anime of all time. Yeah, uh, and I'm finally glad that you got to see it. So um, but, uh, I have yeah, a master list a of TV bit. shows of things that I've been recommended over the years. Because I feel like people associate, and don't get me wrong, so do I, people widely associate um, entertainment with my personality in general. And I mean, like, literally, like, TV shows, movies. So I get, like, a lot of recommendations from people. And that also leads to, for whatever reason, people valuing my opinion mm-hmm. more than I deserve at all. And so people, like, just just random tangent, people at school will always, yeah. like, ask me, like, if I liked a song that they liked, and then they'll be mad or disappointed if I don't. And it's like, your opinion is probably more Mm -hmm. valuable than mine, you know, but that's just randomly. But yeah, so I have a list of all sorts of TV shows I um, have to end up watching. And eventually I ended up getting to Adam's show, which is called My Hero Academia, which I've described it as a mix of John Hughes films of the the 80s, the uh, classic like high school kind of situation, comedy kind of thing along with superhero stuff like Mm -hmm. The Boys, where superheroes are more commercialized and just more common within the society. So yeah, it's it's also also very sky high is the thing because the show is about it. It's about a a superhero. No, it's extremely sky high. um, Yeah, so I watched Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. The main character doesn't have power. Is that what happens in Sky High? You know, it's the main character doesn't have power. It's 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 been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, the main character doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have powers, and then at the very end, yeah. he. Sorry, guys, spoilers for Russell. famous Disney movie uh, Sky High. At the very end, he shows up with both of his parents' powers. Gotcha. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's flight and super strength. So yeah, I know, I know that's a cult classic, and not everybody has seen it. But you know, I'm I'm here to completely break down. We should actually do an episode where we talk about Sky High. You should watch it. And then we we go through the entire. I think that was like my like I I have opinions on movies that tend <laughs> to make people mad at me. Like I often like will say I don't like a movie that is like a deep part of uh-huh. somebody's childhood, and I think that was the first one where I'm like I don't think Sky High is that great. But we'll we'll see. Maybe it's grown on me. But yeah, so I, I watched that show. <laughs> it's it's very good. I I, yeah. I still generally don't think anime is for me personally. Um, it's just, it's a big problem yeah. is way over exaggerated emotions and that kind of stuff, which as you know, I can't relate to that at all. It's, uh, mm-hmm. something I distinctly lack and <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's a little cliche to me often. Um, yeah. and you know, this show also has the worst mm-hmm. character I've ever, literally the worst TV show character I've ever seen in my entire life. And I stand by that. Absolutely impossible it's, to it's truly awful yeah minetta is the worst uh, minetta yeah. slash grape as you've called him is the worst character in that show for sure and in most media i think he's just truly awful um yeah <laughs> but that's kind of like that was, that was a very new experience for me for when you hit me up with the with a quote from the very first episode and i immediately knew what you were talking about and i was like oh it is about dang yeah. time you started on this. So, you know, um, you still have to finish Full Metal Alchemist because that is still, yeah. I, my personal favorite is My Hero Academia. Can't change that. Second favorite is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. But I know for a fact 
without a question, that Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and people could get divisive about this, but Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood yeah. is the best It's on the list. Anime. I'll get around to it. Like, that is a widely received fact that a lot of people... It didn't, yeah, it didn't yeah. strike me as much it's, the it's first good. episode yeah, I watched I it, so I'll, I'll come back to it eventually, but... Yeah, so... That, uh, that's what I got up to a couple yeah, weeks ago. eventually. That's Finally, fine. I ripped yeah. through the, um, all that show. It's 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 yeah. pretty to very good, I would say. For sure, for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I would agree, you know, yep. considering it's like my favorite show. But, you know, it's fine. It's cool. Um, yeah. I uh, I mean, we can okay. talk about our recommendations go for it. now, I think, if you'd like. Beach yeah, go for it. Okay. Oh. Okay, well, I'll I'll talk about mine. Um, I mean, my recommendation. I think you've done that one before, right? My Hero Academia. Didn't, but if I had, to I feel like that would have something else. Yeah. Have I? Yeah. I think I have. That's that sounds like something I've done already. Well, uh, doubling up on that. But uh, recently, yes, uh, I've it's watched very good. like Letterkenny, which is a pretty solid show. Um, very very good show. It's the first like. Uh, mainstream media show i've watched in like i I don't know if i'd call it mainstream but it's like known Mm -hmm. by more people than i expected it to be known by it's like a it's about um hicks from back roads ontario and they like uh they all like just have very quick paced very fast humor it's the kind of show that i almost want to watch at 0.5 speed because of how how many jokes it has per minute it's so fast and quick and witty and you wouldn't expect it in a show about like you know country roads in like canada but not to say that like anybody from canada is not smart i'm just saying those particular characters are not smart in this show they're all just very punchy um And uh, there's like pretty solid solid humor in that show and i you know Absolutely. Wayne is a role model for yep. he's a solid male it, role model. It is for one of the funniest shows people. I've ever so, seen. You know, uh, very quotable show. It's probably the most. It, no, it's not even probably. It well, is the most quotable. Is show. it? I have an entire. Or is it the show that you just inspired to be my recommendation after saying <laughs> it's the most quotable show? Oh, yeah. so yeah. if you no, have spoken about, to me what you're gonna within the past. Like, I think year and a half. I watched it the week it came out, and I think it was when you and I were still rooming together. And you, if you've spoken to me, then I have, mm-hmm. without a doubt, quoted, I think you should leave. And honestly, you probably didn't notice it because you probably haven't seen it. But that is the most quotable aspect of my life. It is a sketch comedy show done by Tim Robinson for Netflix. And it is like, it's, I can't recommend it enough. Not only is it just absolutely killer funny, situational comedy it's also just so quick like there are six 15 minute episodes you can't beat that it's so good the the sketches are incredible you really it's got some like faces you know i think like yeah andy samberg appears in one of the sketches um will forte appears as some crazy old man on an airplane it's it's like just great and it's the humor is like right up my alley and it's incredibly good. Once... No, no. <laughs> Remember, I told you about this guy uh, when, when <laughs> that one night when I told you that so you good. an artist it's, because you lacked that, a creative Even that's, um, I think that guy <laughs> that you quoted is played by Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric, who's, um, or maybe he's Eric. I don't know. I think I think he's Tim. But um, yeah, so it, the show is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Once you've seen it, you'll yeah. finally be able to have a conversation with me without feeling like I have my own inside jokes that only I say to make myself laugh. Um, <laughs> and then he has yes. to he has to run it's, away. Well, from it is. It's one of the things where it's like I've quoted the show so much, on. and every like <laughs> most people who are close to me know that I just love the show, but they people who haven't even seen the show quoted to me now which Mm -hmm. is just which i love because of course i'd rather people see it but at least they appreciate the humor and uh yeah one of my favorite ones is actually the first sketch i believe in the entire show where he he it's one that jack and i both quote all the time and it's of this guy who's in an interview and he like 
he, he goes up to the door after the interview, after shaking the hands of the guy. And he's like, you know, I think you'll be a great fit for our team. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. No, I'll, all right, I'll see you later. And he goes up to the door that says, like, it says pull or it says push. And he just starts pulling on it. And he and the guy like looks at him and he's like, oh, it does both. It's a push. And, he goes, and then no, he it, rips the door off the hinges trying to prove. And he's like, hmm. In, in complete silence, silence and beyond the creaking of the against door, the idea he that he's made a mistake. Yeah, just staring the guy in the eye. It's incredible, and that's just one of the first sketches. I just—it's like that's also just yeah. So a it's really like the gimmick of the show giving, is like that's both of like us the name. Line. I think you should leave. So each like little vignette kind of has a character where you might say, I think you should leave them. So they do something that is a horrible social faux pas that isolates them and makes them yeah. look like a terrible person. Just very... And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something that's extremely awkward, extremely cringy, you know, any of those things. Yeah. Just something that would make you it's not very want them good. in your presence anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, extremely recommend that. But, uh, yeah, I mean what's our plans for this now? Like what's our plan for the show? Do you think that we should like, mm-hmm. cause I'm thinking, yeah. you know, weekly episode. Yeah. I think that'll, that'll probably set up nicely. Uh, I think it fits. I know that there's some people who are actually willing to listen to it. So, uh, and I personally like love doing this. It's a fun process of getting to entertain people. And you and, and I talk about this dumb stuff all the time. Everything that's so going on right now. So another thing where just, um, why not? Yeah it's yeah so i mean uh other than that i don't really have uh much else to talk about so next session uh we might talk about uh a, a show or just do a full-on review like of the movie of sky high and why it's the greatest ever um, yeah yeah probably i mean yeah um but i yeah I'd, I'd highly recommend you know checking in next week probably have a new episode up uh but yeah nope. so that's about all from us uh, you have any closing remarks all right well uh it's been fun having you guys so uh, later have a great day Thank you.